Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. I'm preaching out of uh, Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 through to 15, and it's exactly the same scripture that they asked me to read out, except it was from Mark chapter 10. And so we're going to jump into that scripture in a couple of moments' time and, and uh, just share the last couple of days and how that's um, out, um, outworked itself. But uh, what a joy to be here today for the, uh, the opening of our uh, Kids Hub, our new uh, fellowship area, our new place where kids are going to grow and, and discover more of God's plan. And we're so excited because it's 10 years in the making. 10 years in the making. 10 years in the making. And uh, all of us working together, we've done it. You know, 10 years ago, I, I, uh, oh, just to let you know as well, we, we will be having the official opening of Sprouts um, Long Day Care Centre as soon as we receive the licence for that. We're not quite sure when that will be, but we're working towards that. Uh, but I still remember 10 years ago, uh, I've said it before, if you get bored with this, well, that's just too bad. But we, uh, we, were, we were here the first year in the church, Rachel and I, and the kids moved from Newcastle to Shell Harbour. And uh, it was in the first probably six months, we had a committee of management meeting, like a board meeting here in the church. And Dave Hunter was uh, in the, in the, uh, on, on the board at the time, still is today. And I remember walking outside, and as we walked outside, I had this little flash, this little vision, I guess you'd say it, and said, one day we will have a colourful and bright uh, children's facility on this site. Just like that, 10 years ago. And 10 years on, there it is out there. I encourage you, you probably won't be able to walk through it today because the kids are out there, but I tell you, it's just astounding what God has done um, out there as well. So we are so thrilled. You know, yesterday as I walked around the facility with a few other friends, I couldn't think of the amazing space that it's become for our kids. Incredible. These areas will provide a, a place of learning for our children about Jesus for decades to come. Decades to come. A space for our kids to be nurtured in our church community, but also in the community. Our place for kids, for our kids to hear the words and feel the love of Jesus. A place where the truth of God's word will be freely shared. No bars, amen. No restrictions. Sharing the word of God. A place where future generations will hear the gospel, amen. And yesterday as, we, uh, as I watched um, Dean and I watched Steve and I watched Gary, I saw the Cadwell family, I saw the Shaw family um, down here yesterday preparing for the day. And it was again reaffirmed within me uh, how much we value the word of God and we love children, amen. How much we value the Word of God, and we love children. And during the week, as I said, I was reminded of this verse of Scripture. I want to share it with you again. Um, I didn't know why um, I was given this Scripture, but I discovered last night, and we'll touch on that in a couple of moments' time. But in Matthew chapter 19, verse 13, it says this. It says, Then little children were brought to him, that he might put his hands on them and pray. But the disciples rebuked him. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of heaven. What do we take out of that? Jesus loves children. Yeah. Jesus loves children. But what we see about this verse, a few little things that I want to draw to your attention. Um, Jesus at this time had become quite popular. There were miracles, there were healings. He was speaking with the uh, religious elite. Crowds were gathering and crowds were growing. Jesus was becoming very popular. The disciples in this instance here, you would expect, 
They were developing an overemphasized view of themselves. They were with the big shot now, Jesus. They were acting like Jesus' bodyguards and his political advisors, who you should speak to, Jesus, who you should not speak to, who should get close to you, who should not get close to you, Jesus. The disciples thought that Jesus was now so important and so busy that he would not have time for the little kids, bright faces with no names. The disciples were sure he would not be interested, and they went on to rebuke the parents. He hasn't got time for them. He's too busy for the kids. But it's here we see the heart of Jesus for children. In verse 13 it says, But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of God. The disciples saw the children as distractions. Jesus saw the children as the future. You know what I mean? I'm very, very well this morning. Glory to God. I got like just five minutes. I got five to go. I think I'm preaching better than you're amening. The disciples saw them as a distraction. Jesus saw them as the future. Listen to what it says. He says, for such is the kingdom of God. Was Jesus saying only children can enter the kingdom of God? No, he wasn't saying that. What he was saying, for us to enter the kingdom of God, we need to maintain the attributes of a child. There are numbers of times within Scripture, within the Gospels, where Jesus said we need to have a childlike faith. We're not called to be childish in our faith, but to have a childlike faith that is simple, trusting, and pure. Too many adults today, we've become so complicated, and our faith is so burdensome. We need to get back to the song, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Some of us are so just serious about our faith and so burdensome about our walk with God. No, Jesus loves me, this I know. Oh, wrong chord. G, oh, forget it. Jesus loves me, this I, oh, crikey. Would you ever think that I song led once? Glory to God. Bring back Dean Piccarillo, that's what I'm saying. Bring back the pick. He's not here, but uh, he should... But you know what I'm saying this morning? Jesus said, for such is the kingdom of God to have an attitude in our relationship towards Christ, towards our creator, like children do. Simple and pure. Trusting. Amen? Trusting. So we love this verse of Scripture. And as I reflected on this verse of Scripture as I begin to conclude this morning, I knew the Holy Spirit wanted me to share this text, this verse, but I had no idea why. What, what aspect of it were you wanting us to focus on? What part of it did you want me to emphasize? And last night, as I was laying in bed, this is what I feel that the Holy Spirit is saying to all of us, but in particular to many individuals as well. This is the part where you may not like me after this. But I feel with all my heart to share it with you this morning. Amen? So here we go. The Holy Spirit is wanting to emphasize the first part of this verse. Listen to what it says. Then little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray. The children were brought to him. This translation doesn't refer to who they were. Other translations mention them as parents were bringing children to Jesus. It doesn't really matter who they are. It's what they did that the Holy Spirit wants us to see this morning. They brought the children 
to Jesus. The most significant thing that we can do is bring our children to Jesus. The most significant thing that we can do is bring our children to Jesus. Bring our children to Jesus in our homes. Bring our children to Jesus through our words and our actions. I would expect Rachel and I, like many, many other pastors as well, have made a decision a long time ago. In, in church life, stuff happens. There's the good, there's the bad, and there's the ugly within church life. But we have always maintained that we will never expose our children to the bad or the ugly. It's a conscious, conscious choice that we make. We might be going through a terrible time, but rather than open up and start to blurt out all this stuff about the church, we choose not to. I've seen within families that families can allow themselves to start to speak negatively about church or about a church, and we have these idle comments that come out of our mouths, and before we know it, that affects our children. It destroys their faith. How scary. The only thing that should come out of our mouth about the house of God is that we are glad to be a part of it. The only thing that we should say about church is that we love it. Whether or not we're going through the good or the bad, we love the house of God because what your children hear is what they will be. Amen. Hallelujah. The most significant thing we can do is to bring our children to Jesus. Amen. We bring our children to Jesus through our words. Listen to this one. We bring children to Jesus in the church. Listen to this this morning. Bringing your kids regularly to church is one of the most important things that you can do. When you don't bring your children regularly to church, what does that say to your kids? You don't value the house of God. You just come when you feel like it. No, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Kids, watch us. If our commitment to the house of God is shallow, then guess what their commitment's going to be? Duh! Oh, now I'm upsetting people. Glory to God. But they watch you. If you wake up on a Sunday morning, you go, oh, gee, Netflix has got this great show on. I won't even mention the name of the movie. Next week I will. Or we're going to go to the markets this Sunday. Or we're going to go shopping because Kmart's having a 50% sale off. Oh, the surf's... Sorry. (laughs) You're out of here. Or the surf's up or whatnot. Hallelujah. No, we bring Jesus. We bring our children to Jesus. In our families, with the words that we speak, but also in loving the house of God today, I would expect... As a local pastor, this would be the one biggest issue that families need to address. Coming to the house of God on Sunday, come rain, hail, or shine, we are in the house of God because our kids see that and need to see that. If your commitment is shallow, if your commitment is lukewarm, then guess what your, your, your child's commitment will be as they grow. If it's not important for dad and mom, then it's not important for me. Wow, I'm upsetting you now. <laughs> it's a good thing we're just about done. <laughs> You're getting it this morning. 
the most significant thing that we can do as people, as adults, is bring children to Jesus. Not just our kids, our grandkids, our neighbors, whatever the case may be. And this is a thought. The Holy Spirit is wanting us again to understand the power of the Word of God and the seeds that are sown into the soft soil of the hearts of children. Amen. Many of us today are here because of the seeds of the Word of God that were sown into our hearts at an early age. Hallelujah. I was a really, oh, I better hurry up. I was a really, really good older boy. I was the best. Every Sunday morning, I'd get up, cold, hot, whatever. Back in that day where I was growing up, the puddles used to get icy. But every Sunday, I'd go to the Catholic church, and I'd do the, the, the emblems and whatnot, and get the candles out and do all that stuff. And, you know, as I look back, seeds were sown into my life as a result of that. But because I was just in the house of God, something was happening in my life. And I believe I stand here today because of that. That's why it's so important. The most important thing we can do is bring our children to Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We celebrate all that you've achieved, all that you're doing in the lives of families and individuals. Today, we thank you for this celebration that we're about to enjoy. We commit it to you today. We thank you for this day. What a significant day of celebrating the opening of Kids Hub 2018. We are so thankful to you. So we thank you for this incredible day. And everybody said amen. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap?